Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Cinderella has left the ball. Cinderella has left the ball. But as like you said before, it's actually she's left the prince's house after the morning after she fucked him and the dress is all rumpled. And instead of stepping onto a shoe, she steps on a drug needle. (laughs) (laughs) Why would this woman flee without shoes? I don't I know. I could not get my I could not wrap my head around it. And that rat's nest just dragging behind her. She's carrying was she carrying the shoes or her hair? I think at one point she was holding shoes. I think she was holding both her shoes and hair. I think she was trying to run away. And so she figured if I carry my shoes in this slum, <laughs> yes. That It'll help me get away quicker from a man who's melting down because of masculine pride. Um, yes. Uh, she I, does kind of seem like the – she does – She, you know what she finally I hit on, what she kind of reminds me of? And you might take offense to this. She does – so I'm sorry. But she does remind me the frailty of her and the way she looks and the long hair. She does remind me of – when the last unicorn becomes human form. That's not that's not right. You take that back. No. No. I no. see it. You're in, you're incorrect. I'm just like that tree with boobs just saying, "Come here, let me take care of you." Now that's accurate. <laughs> no, you're tough. wrong. 
this, this is toe. This is toe. This is toe. This. Um, I did also eight. say, oh my God, it's just like Wayne said. She looks like a streetwalker. Your <laughs> 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 prophecy was fulfilled. Yeah, when you're holding your shoes, walking down the street, it's not a good sign. And that dread, rumpled up princess dress that looks like, someone said that the jewelry was a lot of Del Rey and it looked like, it was like a Coke necklace. <laughs> yeah, it just, it, um. God, her style. It's bad. It's bad, but I do like her, actually. Yeah, you, your, your picker's off. She's, she's a fucking mess. No, she's a mess. A mess, mess, mess. But um, I don't know. I thought she had some redeeming things. What's this episode called? I didn't write it down. Did you? Or did no. we not get it yet? I don't think we got it yet. This uh, is episode eight. I, I can- I can look it up. I can look it up. Where's my phone? No. Oh God, no. Here, I'll just do it. Oh, I, do. I have it. I have it. I have it. Y'all, I promise we 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 do we do. No, we get these shows. episodes. Y'all, we're I'll talk to you a little bit. We're remote, but goat. We're actually remote, but local. We're both in New York City right now, but I'm staying at a hotel I paid for, and Poodle's staying at a hotel that his gentleman caller set him up with so he could get a deal <laughs> mistrust she wrote oh that's a good one mistrust she wrote mistrust she wrote it does um, sound very uh yoda vaguely yoda-esque yes um uh, anyway we're in new york city uh be prepared on for b90 we will be doing a broadway corner i saw goodnight oscar last night with sean hayes uh, we're both going to see Sweeney Todd today. We're very excited. Yes. And Josh Groban is back. Oh, wow. Emily Ashford's still out? The last news, she's still out. But Josh Groban came yeah. back, I think, yesterday. So we're oh, wow. going to get... So. I hear his understudy is incredible, too, so I wasn't worried. Oh, uh, I. You know, honestly, I really wanted to see Anna Lee more than anyone. So I'm a little bummed, but I'm still excited to see Sweeney. Jenna um, DeWall is fantastic. She's been around a long time. So... Anyway, we're excited, um, and uh, and YouTube Live, our new boy. If you're not on the fifteen dollar tier, our YouTube Live in New York City, when Poodle came out with the Rockettes, everyone <laughs> lost their mind. They just lost, and the fact too that Poodle was just wearing pasties—that's really <laughs> what everybody was. Um, they were so jealous of me. They were, um, mm-hmm. and that went re- so. You missed it. You missed it. That's the I was the tier. shortest rocket. <laughs> you are. Yeah, we've known some rockets, and they're all very tall. They're and all like five. They, I think you have to be. Is it five ten, five eleven? I I think five ten, five eleven, and you yeah. have to have disgusting feet. And what? Just no, because they're all dancers. Do they all have dancers' oh. toes? They're and really long legs. Horrible knobby toe, toes that just look like. They look like, have you ever seen dancers' toes? I think you're you're sourcing something that I haven't, don't have an experience oh, with. Oh, I remember when I went to the Oklahoma Arts Institute at Quartz Mountain, the summer camp that I'd go to for five years. Oh, and I God. went, and I love this girl. Her name is Milena Govich. She was beautiful. I think she sings now. She could sing. She could act. She played the violin. She was beautiful. She had Her name was Milena Govich in Oklahoma. She had long, dark hair. She was gorgeous. I loved her. 
I want, I t- thought, told myself I had a crush on her, but really I just wanted to be her. Yeah, and I exactly. thought she was so beautiful. And she was a ballet ba- ballerina. She took ballet. One day what we were. Didn't she do? I know she did, and she was really smart. I think she ended up getting a degree in like science and became a doctor, and was like, "Fuck all that other shit." Anyway, she. We were once sitting outside the pavilions, uh, just talking about life, you know, and Oklahoma Arts Institute, and just uh, we're on a break. And she took off her shoes, and I recoiled in fear because <laughs> I, you know, how I don't like feet. I, it so, was terrifying, and that's when that's I learned when you saw her her weakness. I did. I did. I saw her humanity. And she even said, like, she's like, oh, so from dancer feet. And I went, dancer feet? I don't know anything about dancer feet because my mama wouldn't let me take tap debt lessons from Kathy Capshaw, even though I tried. <laughs> we need to move on. That's fine. Um, hopefully, I have the Do Not Disturb sign on, and I hear yeah, someone going, hopefully. They won't knock. No, they won't, but I'm saying it's right next door they're knocking. Um. All right, y'all. Well, you are in a hostel. <laughs> <laughs> There's four to a room here. Um, y'all in Europe. Oh, God, I stayed in some hostels. Y'all, I did that. And like one of my friends, we tried. We tried to stay as cheap as possible. We stayed. I told you this story. We stayed in an open air bell tower for $8 a night in Prague because we fucking ran out of money. <laughs> Was it freezing? Uh, it was in August or July. So the answer is no. But um, didn't really sleep was, well, did you? I did not sleep well because it was open air like camping. And the bell, <laughs> did the bell go off? That would have the been The bell bad. did not ring. I think it would have deafened all of us. Anyway, God, the, the places that I've slept, I'm so surprised I never got bed bugs. Did you ever um, do you ever have sex in a hostel? So it looks like she <laughs> noticed she could sit on a needle, step step on a needle. And he just takes he just takes off. Um because she, she says take off. I felt betrayed. I always kept him in mind and he wasn't honest about the honeymoon money. So y'all remember, he literally spent their honeymoon money on fucking cryptocurrency. On crypto. <laughs> Um, which they're having a conference right now in Denver. I hope it went well. Um, it was a lot of wraparound left. Oakleys. Yeah, <laughs> lots of, he, but here's it. This is why I like Holly though. It's interesting because like she puts on, don't get me wrong. I think she's got a lot of stuff to work through and just, just while y'all that tra- that hair is a metaphor for the trauma that she's carrying <laughs> around. That's what it is. We um, have, we have established by the way, is extensions um because yes. there was you could actually see it but my question still is why in ever loving christ are your extensions that long she wants attention that's it they must be so heavy she just wants attention and they're um, so ratty uh, they're rat very ratty but she says i feel betrayed and she said but then she said, it's not a big deal about the honeymoon. It's just that she lied about it. So it's interesting. Like when you look at her, you get this feeling she's going to be superficial. She's going to be like shallow. Actually, I got to say, it worries me a little bit because she's so empathetic in talking to him and feeling for him. I feel like I do she agree just, with you there. I feel like she just, 
she's so understanding, even when I, she talks to him later. But I feel like she's going to completely diminish and poo-poo any of her own feelings. And I boundaries. agree. I, I think, like, she can't make the conversion. Yeah, you know, like the three-point conversion in football. Is is that something that happens? Um, we're in a weird area. I don't know. What do you mean a three? I haven't three slept a lot, y'all. Is that where they're fucking you with their penis and then finger fucking you in the mouth <laughs> and then it feels so good you just shit yourself and that's three points? What is it? Touchdown! Touchdown! <laughs> Go! <laughs> or is it just when they're like banging you so much um, that oh, this you... Is me, this is getting yeah, me flushed. You have an orgasm, but then also smoke comes out of your ear, so it's three points. <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon i don't know what a three-point conversion is y'all and you know what i don't, I don't care maybe it's not three point i don't know what it is but it's like what i'm saying is she can have the feelings but she can't do she can't ever make anything happen she is so without agency um yeah. and it's and it's always been like that for this person um Anyway, I wrote <laughs> she, she she actually does look like a streetwalker. <laughs> she does. Um, the um, producer said, you know, she's like, what kind of person would leave their fiance in the middle of the street? But he now, comes. This I'm would sorry, be it ahead. for me. This would be it for me if someone. Well, it sounds like he came back very quickly. Uh, it says thirty minutes later. What? Okay, I guess I've been. I'm in. Oh no, if you left me in a place that I I did not know anyone, and you oh, just if you left me, I would say that's it. Oh, thirty minutes is nothing. Give me three hours, and then I start to feel a little lonely. Yep, that's that tracks. So she runs like y'all. She runs to him like nothing has. Ha it doesn't matter what's happened. She hugs yeah. him, and he's just said, "I just needed to calm down." And he's over, he said, I'm over everything. He even says, when I was dating Holly, she told me she'd never be with anyone who was struggling financially. And I went, oh, fuck. This is all, this whole relationship is going to go up in flames because of your pride and her ignorance. Oh, I think they're going to stay together. Really? I think she's committed to him. And she's so she's had so much shit in her life that this is the can. one person. I actually think she, he's probably the nicest guy that she's dated. Wow. Take that in, y'all. <laughs> again, he And not, the most together. Yeah. Because to be <laughs> honest, like, I mean, good, goodness, we're comparing him toward Ronald and people we've seen on Below Deck. But he's so, he yeah. is, he isn't like seems kinder than any of those people. He's still dealing with patriarchal bullshit that's been ingrained into him. We met a um a podcast movement, we met a Zimbabwean man, uh, and we were talking about the the depiction of South Africans and Zimbabweans on television, especially below deck and other shows like this. And he's like, you he's like, I'm not like that. You 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 will see so many South African men who are not like that, but they choose the worst grossest toxic masculine examples uh he's like there's a lot of that but there's plenty of people like me too it's interesting i think i think i think those are the kind of people who want to go on the show maybe 
Yeah, there's, I mean, as y'all seen, there's some news about Gary on Below Deck. It's not looking yep. good. Don't think he's going to be back on. Oh, oh, I I can't imagine they'd edit him out. Well, they're already filming this season. I they're filming this one. season. But I mean, after this. But, but we'll see. But how do you, uh, just so you guys know, trigger warning, sexual assault. Um, there's a producer who is uh, accusing Gary of kind of um, – I, I read the article, and I need to go back and fully look at it. But basically, like, forcing uh, – keeping her in the in the room and shutting her and keeping he her in the room, and detaining her. her. Room, yeah, and then she spoke basically. to production, and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. So, so. – uh, which I can clearly see. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't – uh, my thing is, um, I I don't know what they would do. I don't I don't know. I guess like she's made a specific allegation. She didn't say if there was any contact. Um, but I don't know what this does. I don't know how this changes any rubric. You know, I it's sad, but. Uh, I guess I'm just being hyper-realistic and cynical. <laughs> wow. Um, let's move on to something more cheerful. Let's talk about Wayne sobbing. <laughs> um, when, yeah. they were talking, when they were talking about this, he says, I kept this from you that I was doing poorly financially because I didn't think you would want to be with me. And he kept saying, I'll be all right. Don't worry about me. I think the thing that... I think she's going to be okay with – she told him, you know, I want, don't want someone who's financially struggling. But I think she's going to be upset about the lie. But even when she sits there, she's sitting there looking at him crying. And, you know, she said, again, something that shows emotional intelligence. She says, I can tell he's feeling emotional and he doesn't know how to express himself. Yeah. It's, not about, it's not about me. And I went, that, oh, my God. That did kind of lay me out. Uh, again, she can make these observations, but I don't know if she can produce fruit with them, you know? Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a good – I don't know. There's something about – I, y'all, I, and the, I, I, I'm rooting for her a little bit. The craziest thing is to watch this man who has no emotional skills – at all. He's melting down from shame. It's what happens um, when we don't teach men how to feel. Exactly. That's and it. he can't even, he can't even, you know what it is it reminds me of? It reminds me of Ethan from Plathville. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. lot like that. It's a lot like that. And so he's melting down from shame. She can't watch it because she's in complete empathy spiral and he sees her watching him and, and feeling something and that makes him feel worse and he starts crying and he keeps saying you're a part of my life not my business because my business basically y'all he's saying my business is a measure of me well, and so maybe that's a plumber thing my dad did too <laughs> I don't I, I don't I think that's a lot of men yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Put it on his gravestone. He sure did. What was it again? He had his plumbing logo and it says, Here lies Chelsea Ray Marr, son of Hazel, father of Brian and Matt. And then his plumbing logo and it said, 
He worked first and played later. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I, I, and we buried him in an OU urn. <laughs> God, I was pissed about that. Brandon and Mary. Trigger warning, Brandary. Suicide. Just so you know, for this section, there's going to be some talk of that. Just we just keep we just keep just <laughs> we're like a roller coaster of joy. You know what I realized? This actually was a good episode. It was a good episode. You know what I realized, and I can't stop re- noticing it now. Maybe someone's brought it up before. Brandon talks out the side of his mouth consistently, mm. and I promise you, if you watch it now, he uh, kind of goes to the right side, or maybe it's the left, but kind of talks like this the whole time. Like, mm. he's got a ventriloquist dummy, and he's drinking water. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> he kind of looks like a ventriloquist dummy. Um, you would know from your time on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and me and Frank used to that act. When you'd stick, he'd, just, he'd fist you, and you'd just go, Yeah. Played you played in dark rooms all around West LA. I think that's the first time I, anyone's ever made a ventriloquist dummy sexual. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Maybe, um, maybe. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I do want to remind. Speaking of sexual, y'all, we want to remind you that September is going to be fully loaded. Fully loaded. Boom. Because you brought up Plathville and Ronnie, we got Welcome to Plathville coming back. And all these sissies are coming at me because remember I said once that Daddy Plathville kind of looks somewhat attractive. And now he's posting pictures of his new body because he works out with Micah all the time. And he's fucking ripped and sissies don't understand what's happening. It's still awful. It's It's short circuiting their brain. Mark my words. They're going to show Daddy Plath shirtless and you're going to go. No. I'll be repulsed. <laughs> no. No, it's thank them. you. No, so, thank you, Slender Man. Uh, we've got Plathville coming back. We have After the Altar for the last season of Love is Blind is coming back. And then at the end of the month, we actually have Love is Blind coming back. We've got Selling the OC. Yes. Selling the OC is coming back. And that's all season on two. the $5 Reality Games Plus tier. Uh, and then Plathville is on the $8 tier. Yes, the, so whole why enchilada. not get the whole enchilada where you can get it commercial free for your pleasure? Oh my God, I love your taking $8 the whole tea. enchilada. You do, so do I. Actually, I I like it even grosser. I want a chimichanga. <laughs> I don't know what that smothered means. chimichanga implies frying it. That's <laughs> really just a fried burrito, and they and at El Chico's they would layer it. Remember, they would do the chimichanga and then they would layer it with queso. Good God, how did you shit for a week? You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> but you enjoyed it. Oh, you enjoyed it. You felt terrible. I don't know how I ever ate food like that. I, it's too rich for me. Oh, God. Anyway, y'all, hashtag 40s. <laughs> hashtag 40s. Let's talk about Brandary. Okay. So she's having a panic attack. Now, we do find out. I don't know if we've heard this before. She's like, she has asthma. Does anyone have an inhaler? I like it that Brandan actually has the sense of mind not to freak out. He was um, well. I think 
Brandan has been in stressful situations before. Me too. Um, yeah. And now he's seeing her freak out mm-hmm. and total panic attack. It probably, I, I, y'all, probably when she gets really, really upset, the asthma goes into a free fall. Um, but she, oh, I'll never forget. We had a Pioneer yeah. Day one time. Jessica Conway had an asthma attack. She didn't have her inhaler. And all they had was a bag. We thought she was going to die out right there. It was so scary. It was terrifying. Was she? Was there something that precipitated it? Or, well, yeah, we were doing the land run day, so <laughs> she was running on the land to stake her claim. That's what they did, and she was dressed in that pioneer outfit, or the so it was hot. What? Well, you dressed up. You had to dress up in pioneer outfits. Well, yeah, the people that staked the claim. If you were Irish, you could be Irish. The people that were Native American were Native American. Although but, I don't think they were included. What, included what did they in that do historically. on Land Run Day? Just stare and look while everyone took their land. Pretty much. That's what they. <laughs> I don't think they do Land Run Day now. Um. So. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't want to ask a lot of questions about this. Did. Anyone ever say maybe this wasn't the fairest way to do this? I don't think that was. I think in the late uh, 19th century. No, um, I'm asking you. I'm asking you when when the no at the the time no it was great when the teachers the students and no one said hey do we think it was weird that the lands that were the the indigenous people. We ran and we put signs on it. No, I thought it was fine because they got free crayons and I didn't. So in my my childhood brain, I was like, it's all fair. Whoa. (laughs) I know that's not true now. I know that. But that's what I'm telling you. That's that there was. It's so weird. I guess it's because I grew up in a completely different uh, mindset about Native Americans and land. Um, and I think it's because my mother is part Native American and her, she taught, we went to so many of like the, the sites and state parks where it tells you the history of the Trail of Tears. And my mother wanted to make sure we knew that literally people took the land from the Native people and shipped them off and they died on the way, all the way to Oklahoma. No, we knew all that. We knew all that. We talked about it extensively. And... (laughs) No, but there's just, also this, I, there's also I'm, this, it's like, um, I just knew so many people who were or are Native American. Yeah. It was, you know, it's kind of like people on the outside looking in, maybe see more of the atrocities, but people that are on the inside are kind of have been just adapting to their life. And mm-hmm. I think they are more aware of it now, but back in the eighties, no, there was never, there was not. No, it makes sense. I'm just saying. It's hard for it's we came from just completely diametrically opposed backgrounds. Well, also, though, we're living in a capitalist country and in the 80s, there were no Native American casinos. So tribes had no money. Yeah. And that has changed now. And I think that's why, like, a large portion of Oklahoma is now deemed sovereign land. Mm -hmm. Um, All this is changing because that Windstar Casino is the most popular fucking casino in the world. And they have so much fucking money to make change it just seems that it had to be done by casinos hey (laughs) 
that I say get what you can get. I, I get I get it too. Uh let's move on. I I I will still I I maybe maybe I, I, I'm trying to think about if there was anything in my the horrible traditions that we did that that I that I would that I just participated in I didn't think about. I'll have to think about that. Yeah, maybe. Um so yes, yeah, so she's doing her inhaler. She's calming down. That's when Brandon does his own talking head and says, I feel like I could have confronted her more gently. And he said, she made this promise. She won't do this to me anymore. And he starts crying. And that's when we find out that when he met her, he was in a very low place of his life. He was done with everyone. His mom and was using. He tried to take his own life. And y'all... And I went, there you go. Brandon That's what they meant. cries so, even ugly crying. It's pretty. It was so pretty. It's, he's a pretty I'm not crier. into him at all, but damn, he's a pretty crier. I'm not into him sexually. I want him to come over to my house, <laughs> and I just want to make him, like on a Sunday afternoon, and I want to make... I want to make him iced tea. I want to make him some fried chicken with some mashed potatoes. I'll probably add like a little greens or like maybe. Um, <laughs> this is uh, getting our, weird. Our I just wanted him to have a, a fried okra for sure because that takes time. The good Why kind. Why do you want to make food for him? What, what I, is I that? I want him to come over and eat and just and then just take a nap on my couch while I clean and just know that he feels because that was so comforting to me when I was a kid. You just felt like you were safe and sound and protected. I want that for him. I I that is well meaning yet strange. <laughs> well, um, that's what I want. Uh, and then he wakes up and I say, "Baby doll, do you want a cake?" I'm really, it's a shame that I'm not having children and I don't want to have children, but I really should be a grandmother. I'd be a great grandmother. You're more of a grandmother than you oh. are a father, a mother. Um, I'm more of the mean aunt. <laughs> yeah. Who's you're gonna, Aunt Jane. Who's going to, uh, who's going to take you out to like get your first drink. Mm. Mama, do I have Illegally. to go out, do I have to go out with Aunt Jaylene again, Mama? Last time I ended up in jail. God, she's your aunt, my sister. <laughs> I don't want to deal with her. It's worse. Aunt Jane is my mother's sister-in-law. It's not her sister. Oh. Yeah. My mother did not have a sister. You can tell. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. That sister, that would not have been a good relationship. I'll tell you that You're right old. now. Because my mother, your, mother, you, your grandmother would have done what she did. Men. Yeah. She has very little use for women as well. <laughs> she hates most people. And probably your grandmother would have done what my grandma did and pit her daughters together. And that's why Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla aren't friends anymore. Probably. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So anyway, um, so... This makes sense. This is why I think this solidifies to me. Brandan and Mary will, Brandary will, will always be Brandary for a long time. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy I think they're gonna Cause they both What is interesting to me This looks horrible to us And this looks painful and it looks like it's something normal egregious. for them, though. It's you normal. Know, I'm going to say it's better than what they've experienced. Oh, before. my God. For this Holy for Brandon. Fuck. This isn't as painful or hard as Brandon to be with her as it is to go back to his old life. Again, take that in, y'all. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Later on, he says when Mary reached out it was literally a life changer i clung on so hard to her i love her and that's why it hurts because it brings me back to the place where i'm not good enough and i'm trying to hold on so she when when she's disappointed in him or she she judges him or she um doesn't trust him he spirals because of his own previous trauma Mm-hmm. The same thing happens, just in a different quadrant. She spirals because someone's going to leave her, because everyone she loves leaves her. So they both feel like trash. Yeah. 
God, y'all, this is the most unhealthy relationship. It's, this isn't two sparrows in a hurricane. What is I said, this? I said this before. This is two other two two birds in a microwave. <laughs> I think two two sparrows in a micro microwave or something like that. Two finch, no, two finches in a microwave because they're gonna go in at each other <laughs> like finches do. Finches are mean. They're so mean. Someone's going to come at us and say, ah, my finches. Some Carl's wife is going, Carl, I, those boys are wrong. My finches and then are wonderful. And then one's like picking out the other's eye. <laughs> my mother always got angry when they came because they get, they took, they would scoot away all of her, they'd scoot away all of her bluebirds. Yeah, they, they are aggressive birds. Not as bad as blue jays are. No, those are terrible. Um. Anyway, so that's, so he goes they don't back to her. How much more? Go, yeah, keep going. So he goes back to her and says, "I can't stop." She says, "I can't stop myself from overthinking." I try. Go to therapy, Mary. Go to therapy. <sighs> Part of me wishes that this, and I know this. This is not what this show is because if this show is strictly documentary style. The crew tries not to get involved. Um, it's not like Married at First Sight where they're actually helping people. That's not what the show is. That's mm-hmm. kind of what Last Resort is attempting to do. Um, oh, and the third episode is good. Oh, no. Um, it, it, I'm still it not is. watching Kim, it. Kim messaged me. She was like, this is getting dark. And I went, it is because real shit is coming out. From who? Uh, I told it. I, God, I called it. I'm interested. Some real, like, dark, like, shit is coming out for Jovi and Yara. <gasps> no. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's like we're gonna have, um, we're gonna do. Uh, Kim and I are gonna do probably like September first. We're gonna record something, so we'll have something out that will be out on our uh, RG Plus feed and on their Patreon Supercast feed. And I'll be cheering you on from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, and Kyle will be drunk flipping us off. I'll probably be doing that too. That's more yeah. like it. That's more like it. I don't really cheer people on. No, he doesn't really cheer. I kind of um, make fun of people. <laughs> so Brand Dan comes back. And he's like, are you okay? And she's like, yes. And he's like, I love you. I trust you. And is there anything you want to say to me? And he's just and like, she, she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, she didn't give me the right answer. This is kind of weird because I don't. It's not what? weird to me, but go ahead. I'm wondering what you're going to say. I said well, it's kind of weird say? because he says, is there something else you you want to say? I think I would be like, I don't think this woman can even go there. She can't say she trusts him. It's impossible because as soon as she trusts someone, they leave. Yes. Yeah. I wrote, well, what you just described as her experience, what I wrote is he says, you know, I don't, she said, I'm sorry, that's not the right, she needs to say that she loves me and she trusts me. And he says that line, you know, I have, I have doubts. I have doubts. I have doubts. <laughs> uh, but the fabulous final line from the, the, the John Patrick Shanley play and the, the film with Meryl Streep. Uh, that is, they say the line and then you gasp. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a moment like that in Goodnight Oscar, actually, as well. Um, not as well written as that play, but still, it was great. Um, so I just want to say, 
the thing that triggers him when she says, I can't trust you, the thing, the very thing that triggers him is what makes her up, is everything that makes her up. Makes her up. And what he doesn't realize, too, her inability to trust him has nothing to do with him. I know that that's the one thing I wish I could scream at him right in his ear. It's, I mean, these, both of these people need couples therapy. They need individual therapy. They need group therapy. They need, but this shows too. They need, they need you cooking them fried chicken. And they then, do. And macaroni and cheese. And that's what I would, Brandon, Brandon would love some mac and cheese. I'd make I it homemade. It feels sexual. It's not, uh, se- I don't, not sexually attractive. If he needs a hug and needs a little love pat on the leg, I do that too. I just want to just nurture him. Feels weird. Oh, I just wanted to, Mary too. I cook for her too. Can we talk about Shekinah? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, well, hold on. There's one, you forgot. Oh, There's Mary, Um, the next day. She oh, says, I forgot about this. I'm sorry. I feel ashamed because of my past. And she brings it up again. She says, so she goes and shows him her high school, which are her happy, happiest memories in her life. And I'm going, that tells you something. Um, that means life stopped in high school. Yeah, y'all. If high school is your happiest moment, it means you've, you're emotionally stunted. I'm and I know some this. of you just went, whoa. I'm going to say this right now because everything feels like it points to some also some type of sexual abuse here it oh, just i 100 percent think she's been sexually abused yeah it feels like that because everything got arrested everything yeah. got arrested she didn't go past 14 or 15 yeah um it was there's just something about her going to high school and saying these are my best memories because y'all she's blocked out everything else she has yeah um, it, this is such a dark this uh, daddy's box was dark but we're pat we're past that past daddy's box uh, on but also she's terrible so yeah but this storyline both these people were extremely extremely wounded and neither one of them is really wanting to do bad things to the other no um jesus ah, so she finally he's like he, she said, "I know things are iffy, but we've but things are good." And Mary says, "I hope you understand. It's hard for me to trust. No matter what, no matter what I do, I'm scared." But she said, "But I will try harder to trust you." And she said, "You're perfect, and you're the man that I want." And that's all Brandan needed to hear. He starts crying again. He's so he just saying, "Thank you, thank you." We've put another bandaid on. Next week, we're gonna rip it off. Because they broke. Yeah. Shekina. Whoop, whoop. New couple and alert. New couple, new couple alert. Y'all, here's a hint. Whenever they premiere a couple halfway through the season, <laughs> it's not going to go good. Not going to go good. I this don't is, think. This is definitely the Yolanda slot. Um. <laughs> I mean, we don't, but although isn't Toe going to, to the end of the year, so maybe not. That's true. That's true. I just thought about that. We don't know how many it's episodes August. it could be. But isn't Toe supposed to go to like December? We don't yeah. know, y'all. We keep hearing all but the But it's shit. one hour. 
So, because it was like, it's supposedly they're going with the model of the toe the first season where they did one hour. Um, and it had like 22 episodes. And now a lot of times they will go, and if you, toe first season basically had, if you combine them together, they basically had 11 two hour episodes. So, there you this go. could potentially have potential. Potential. This could eventually potentially have 30 episodes in the season. Well, we meet Chicana, and I appreciate the selling sunset music. You don't <laughs> do bad girls uh, doing bad things. Uh, Cause a big song. dream. Parties, 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 parties. parties. Got the big Birkin bags and a Birkin bitchin' bag. Whatever. I'm not an escort. I only have lips that look like one. <laughs> it's just <I'm> just correct. <laughs> Y'all. This woman is typical West Hollywood. Like, she's 41 from LA. Um, she looks uh, young. She's had, I mean, she does, she's got not near a wrinkle on her 40, but, 41 year old face. But these lips, come on. It's too much. This is what I kind of like about, I like a lot of this cast in tow because they picked flawed people, but you understand because we first meet her, y'all, and you're like, Oh God, she's in LA, y'all. I, I, I. Her, she says her job is that she's like, if you go to a party and the vibe feels right, it's because of somebody like me. She basically puts pretty people at parties, and I know some of you are thinking this isn't a job. It no, is, is. This is Trust a job me. in Los Angeles. This is a job. I, I know, I know a woman who did this job. Did that woman also do an OnlyFans? Uh, I think she thought about it. Because uh, I feel like you can't help but wonder if, like, because everything is like they know these people that get pretty people to go to these parties. It's not just models; they often know a lot of porn stars. Um, and the yeah. and the and the 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 lines these days with OnlyFans and people who are doing kind of OnlyFans light are even more blurred. So, yeah. and also look at our queen, queen, get on my OnlyFans a, and love me. There's a lot of blurring between the lines of women who enjoy the company of older men and men with a lot of money and may or may not go on dates with them, but that doesn't mean they're escorts, but they hang around like that. It, yes. the, the lines are very blurred here. Um, uh, I, I think it's I think it's telling that the men who are around her, look kind of like all of them uh smell like they're all they all have a certain amount of money but they are they are dressing and uh, per, uh behaving like they have about 10 times as much money they have well they're all euro trash at least yeah. or at least that's what they look like well frenchie who's named dan um uh the the gay one who was who was with the with the Josh. feathered hair yeah there's always um, these do I think I would probably uh I don't think I would have a good time with Shekinah, but do I think that she loves gay men and would love us? Yes. Probably. Probably and we would but what's interesting to me to her is that as soon as I heard her background and that she it all was makes sense. raised Amish by her parents who originally weren't Amish, <laughs> they just went, "Hey, this sounds fun." They were Amish cosplayers. <laughs> Y'all, 
<laughs> if your parents choose to go Amish, your parents are crazy. I think that is not a choice that you undertake no! lightly. You, you just, just all go. of a sudden grow the beard and the suspenders. And yeah. the fact that she wore down her parents to get them to leave the Amish lifestyle. And I wrote, good for her. No wonder she's doing all this. I went, good for you that you were, you were as a woman, probably got so much bullshit put on you. You want to get tits. You want to get lips. You want to have hair. You want to be out there showing your body. Good yeah. for fucking and you. And what she's doing, obviously, is she's living her life as some kind of rewriting that her childhood, childhood, childhood could not be. Who is it? Um, exactly. Um, and so, I mean, if as long as she approaches it healthily, and she's an esthetician, by the way, because of course she is. Her skin um, looks good. And she, she, she admits, she's like, the more, the longer I've lived in L.A., I've been there for 13 years, the more L.A. I've become. And she's very L.A. Um, she's very L.A. And so basically the friends are like, how's your man? He's just like, he's amazing. Our conversation is amazing. And the French Frenchie's like, for now, you have been with a lot of assholes. Oh, God. <laughs> they, they do bring up, all of her friends bring up how many shitty men she's dated before. And I could see it all. And I guarantee oh, yeah. you what she's looking for, you guys, and, and this is probably obvious to everyone. She's looking for someone who can give her who uh, someone of means, definitely. Um, but she's looking for someone, a mixture of someone with means, but also someone with the physical attributes she likes so they can be a power couple. Y'all, it's Darcy. This is yeah. it's the same thing of Darcy, except for I actually think Shekinah maybe has her shit more together emotionally than Darcy does. And she's not as fun. She's not as fun. No, who is? No one is. She's the queen. So, uh, anyway, but now y'all, she's met Sarper, who who lives, who is Turkish and lives in Istanbul. He's actually 43. The first thing I saw is I think it was because he was wearing highlighter and makeup. He looks like an actual living G.I. Joe figurine. He does have that look. Yes. I was gonna say he looks carved out of plastic. He, you know, his skin, I thought it was kind of, if a serpent came to life a little bit, just the way it's stretched. <laughs> but I think G.I., you know, there actually was a G.I. Joe character who was a man snake. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. <laughs> Remember that one Cobra Commander? Cobra Commander! Oh, no. That's not a bad Cobra Commander. Snake Eyes, attack them! No, Snake Eyes was a good one. Snake Eyes oh. was a G.I. Joe. Tobax, Sabot! <laughs> Y'all, those twins fucked each other. Definitely. Just like the Property Brothers do. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. We need to move on. What's um, it going to do? One of them is married now. The other is just going to die of grief. So anyway. she says that she went to Turkey and downloaded a dating app. Um, I'm sure I want she to went to see Turkey. You in my dreams tonight. I'm sure she didn't go to Turkey for plastic surgery at all. Not at all. Hashtag Bodrum. Hashtag Bodrum. And she actually liked that he had the highlighter. She thought that was so cute. And about two and a half months later, she went back. And she said he is thoughtful and caring and their sex life is good. And she said, and my connection with him is so great that I'm willing to leave L.A. to be with him. 
Now, what did you think when she said there was a little bit more information revealed here? This woman is definitely getting a ton of money in alimony. Um, Because for her, it's easier to move to Turkey because my daughter's off in boarding school. Yeah. Let's just say this. She married rich the first time. She married well. She married money. She married money the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Wendy, her friend Wendy, says, "Well, her track record track record has been iffy." And one friend is like, "Well, he's not possessive." And and the and Wendy's like, "Well, he wants her to stay a certain way, makeup, hair color. He wants her." And she's like, "Sarper just wants me to look more lean because there's a trainer who's been working with me, and he says he would prefer me this way." I'm not going to make judgments on this right now. Uh because he's a personal trainer and so maybe maybe those lines are a little blurred um but hair color that is weird i mean my mother she would the the one the man that she considers the love of her life she uh uh she he like he would liked her in certain dresses and things like that and she liked that but your mother likes to do that for people no, she, she kind of doesn't now. She she does it for herself, but she never had a man who was interested in how she dressed. She really liked that. That's why she was sad when he died in front of her face. Oh, but, when she saw the light go up his eyes. His eyes, yeah. <laughs> but that That's uh, one of the craziest. If you go back, I don't know where it is. Christina put has it on our. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Instagram. Um, but that was the first time I heard that story and <laughs> it was one of the darkest things I've ever heard. And I was visibly shaken by it. <laughs> kind of like kind when of just... I just told the story of Fred Collins on our Lalu, not this week, but last week. <laughs> that though was funny because of the <laughs> ironic way it ended. Um, anyway, Southern stories y'all. But so I want to say some. Now, am I is Sparser Sarper, Sarper doing that? No, just judging from the GI Jonas of him, you could see where he could be a little controlling. Yeah, I agree. But then she goes to a French friend, Dan. Dan, I don't know. This felt a little fraud, but he's basically like all into her, wants to get up on her shit, and she's like, 
You're so sweet. You're so sweet. But we, we have been friends. through a lot. I really still yeah. don't love you. I, yeah, I know. I, I think know we should I, be together. I know I did coke off your dick once, but I do that with all my friends. I want to to kiss you and all of a sudden like Pepe Le Pew. My lips are, he is. My lips are so swollen. You can't kiss me right now. Sorry. She also says he's the perfect catch. Smart, successful. Uh, he's like, we have a strong emotional connection. But and she's like, but it's more of a friend connection. I'm going to tell and you then, now because Sarper has a big dick. Oh, yeah, it's huge. And he says, we already tried to date, but she said it didn't work for me. And and I wrote, this is some brutal friend zoning. But I don't think – I don't – I something is happening here. I flashed forward to the end of the season where this woman decides that Dan is the guy for her. That'd be great. I flashed. That's that was the what that was that was what this was shaping up for me. I think that when she meets Sarper and they're together, it's not going to be good because I don't think he's going to um, be controlling. Yeah, and I think that Shekinah seems like she doesn't take as much shit as our Queen Darcy does, and that she'll get out of it sooner. True. Shall we talk about uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter slash Esmeralda the Fortune Teller slash? Miserable bitch and Johan. Let's do it. <laughs> Y'all, it's, there's not too much to them. Thank God. You no, know, when things get practical with them, uh, mm. I don't love it because she's not as awful no. as, and I only want to watch it when she's awful. It's true. They're, they're going to the fertility doctor, the one they went to a year ago, Dr. Rojas. Um, I've been trying to balance my hormones naturally, but that hasn't worked. I've been taking my pH, not going in the river. A, she's been putting a fucking coconut on a vagina when she goes to sleep. <laughs> Just taking taking dried fish uh, and rubbing it on her yes, legs. Yes, she's been doing that. everything. Yes, taking rosemary and like using it for deodorant and so all that shit. He, the doctor says, well. We need to find someone similar to you, similar to you, to do the egg donation. And I wrote down a couple of suggestions. Oh, okay. Um, someone similar looks like you, yes. An angry badger. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe a mean-spirited Komodo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Put her on that island. That's perfect. Yeah. And then just uh, I wrote down hammerhead shark. Right. <laughs> similar perfect. temperaments. Similar temperaments, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. And Johan asks... Uh, You're right. Her eyes do kind of roll in the back of her head when she's <laughs> yelling at Johan like a shark. Johan says, will the baby inherit anything from her? And he's like, well, it'll have her blood, but no, it won't be genetically hers. And I went, that's a win, y'all! What you want, <laughs> Johan? You don't want this kid to be like her. You <laughs> He's this like, is the best thing said, that could happen. He's like, I wanted my child to have her nose and her eyes, but maybe not her temperaments. Boy. Uh, he anyway. He was just saying his wife's a miserable bitch. Did, wasn't this funny when the doctor said, blonde or brunette? She's like, well, it's gray now. No shit, honey. That blonde is not your hair. Yeah, we knew that. Um, and she's saying that that's natural, those curls, and how no, long it is. the extensions are natural. Yeah, yeah that's that's what um, anyway and like she and miserable bitch says i care a lot less about what she looks like and more about what she does for it does for a living and who she is um which 
is rewarding at the same time elitist. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. That's always her. You could there's a there's a world where Danielle is right about a lot. And but there's also the same world where she's horrible. I don't know if Danielle could fully love a child that wasn't from her. Mm. I just don't know if she I, has you know that what? in her. I, I think she could. Um because she would convince herself. This woman's convinced herself of so much in her life. Poor Johan. He's been through so much. I just want him to come over to my house on a Sunday afternoon. And then I wouldn't make him fried chicken. I wouldn't make him macaroni and cheese. But he could fuck me for about three hours. Yeah. I could I comfort him that way. I think you that would take you out. <laughs> yeah. I don't, what a way to go. Oh, boy, he'd slip, split me like a pumpkin in October. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so they are uh, they're wondering how long this could take. 15 days. And with her age, they say it's 65 to 70%, 70% success. <laughs> so the and doctor's like, we got to do it now. And... They also say that it's it's eleven basically it's eleven thousand five hundred dollars to have all this plus the donor. That is and, cheap. I mean, huh? I know that's I know. still a lot of money, but that's cheap. Because we've known we've known gays who've spent so much money. That's straight on here in California. Straight people just so much money. Yeah. Um, I think, and she's like, but before that, we need to have a hard conversation because I'm not done haranguing him. <laughs> I, you know. Do I agree with some of her points here that Johan is a big kid? I yes. do too. That's what but I'm there, saying. There is a world where a lot of what she's saying is right. It is just how she says it and how she makes him feel small every single time. Make, well, she makes him feel small and stupid. Like yeah. his way is a terrible way. So do I agree with her? Yes. And some points. And then also, it's the privilege of her being in in America growing up and raising a mm -hmm. child in America. In different countries, things are prior, prioritized different. And you did move all the way to another country to avoid $70,000 in parking tickets. But still, <laughs> you easy moved. Pass. <laughs> easy pass. Sorry. Still, you moved. So And bankruptcies. I'm not saying you have to acclimate to everything, but you do need to understand, um, you know, in his community, Johan is seen as a provider. He helps his sisters and brothers with their kids. Exactly. And he even says this is uh, – she can't accept that there are different ways of raising children and that not one way is the wrong way and one way is the right way. And then she's like, I have never seen anyone go to bed at 9 o'clock when, when, and when I'm at your house. And I'm thinking maybe that's because you're over there and people are having a good time and they're just trying to keep their spirits up so you won't dampen them. Um, uh, honestly, there is uh, – <laughs> I think there is a cultural difference, y'all, because there is – if you're in a movie theater and you see – and you're like, this is a 1030 movie and someone's got a baby. <laughs> yeah. It it is a cultural difference. It is. Um, just walking like on Times Square last night around, it was like you know eleven o'clock. Yeah, and you see people with their babies out in like infants out in yeah. Times Squares, 
Times Square. I said squares. Times Square. Times Square. Um, I was judgy of them. I was going, I would never have an in- infant baby out here with all this light and noise. It's, and sound. it's a different. It's a different way of parenting. Definitely. It's a different way of parenting. And it's, and it works. Um, anyway, so he says, you don't like the way my family raises children. He's so offended because it, the way because she like says said, it. He's judgmental of everything about him. You think if a baby isn't dead, it's fine. I think a baby needs spirituality, education, sport. Again, Maslow's hierarchy of needs might be good for you to read, Danielle, because you are talking from privilege. Well, it's everything, everything she's saying about coming to the DR to live her eat, pray, love and live like a like a rich white lady on the beach. Yes. But she just wants the same life she had in the u.s and she can't she has doesn't have the self-awareness for it she doesn't want the same she wants the same i get what you're saying she wants this yes she does want the same she wants life the same creature comforts with, without any of the stress yeah it's ridiculous That's not gonna happen life is stressful no matter where you oh are. i hate her <laughs> <laughs> that's the show that's the show that's it everybody that's your nyc toe NYC Toe. NYC Toe. You can go to realitygaze.com. Uh, if you want to hear this show commercial free, you can subscribe to the $8 tier, the whole enchilada tier on Apple subscriptions, on Supercast, or on Patreon, which is all under RG+. Um, also, we uh, we just want to say thank you and we appreciate y'all. Uh, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you are dating a man who's wearing highlighter, you may want to get his phone and see if he has Grinder installed first. And then you can call us. <laughs> call us. Because Poodle might have fucked him, so you better call yeah. Poodle. My, name, my number's in there. 